Hello, welcome to Self Talk. I'm Dr. Ray Self, your host. What is this show about? It's about getting free. Getting free from what, you may ask? It's getting free from anything that keeps you away from God's plan for your life. Anything that hurts you or suppresses you or causes you harm. That's my heart. That's my passion. I want to see you free. I want to see you living your God-given dream. I want to see you being the person God created you to be. Stay tuned for our next exciting topic. Thank you for joining us today. God bless you. Hello, welcome to Self Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Ray Self. So this is part two of a very important topic called spiritual spouses, the affair. What is a spiritual spouse? Well, it's actually an unholy alliance that happens very innocently. It kind of works like this. Uh, in church settings, you know, I'm a minister. I've been a minister for a long time. There are, obviously, male and female, and uh, plenty of opportunity for interaction between the sexes. But there is a scheme, a demonic plot, an assignment, I believe, against pastors and church leaders that has caused the downfall and horrible, tragic results. You know, and, and I know, tragically, it seems like just every couple of months we hear about a another pastor who has fallen into temptation and had an affair and ruined his family and maybe split the church. Um, I live in the Orlando area, and we've had multiple cases of this. So what's going on? Now, the normal assessment is, well, the pastor was um, immoral, and he fell into temptation, and he had an affair. And, you know, and I get that, and there's a responsibility for that, but I think if you look beneath the surface, you'll see a tremendous or a horrible demonic scheme. You know, what is a demonic scheme? It, it is a plan devised by Satan for destruction. So imagine this. If you were the devil, I'm not saying you are, obviously, but if you were the devil and you wanted to attack the church, what better way to do it than to tempt and cause the pastor to fail or to fall into immorality? What a, what a plot. You see, when a pastor falls into immorality, not only does it hurt him tremendously, uh, and of course the person he had the affair with, it hurts her, or if it's a female leader, it hurts him, it crushes the family, it breaks the hearts, it hurts the church, and then the media picks up on it, and it really hurts the reputation of the church, and it causes all kinds of, of havoc and problems. Folks, I want to tell you, we live in a natural world and a supernatural world simultaneously. There is the natural world, which we can see, taste, hear, and smell, and there's a spiritual realm that we do not see, but is influencing us every day. And to be unaware of this spiritual realm is absolutely foolish. In the spiritual realm, there is the Holy Spirit of God, which is wonderful. And he leads us into peace. He leads us into abundance. He leads us into goodness. He leads us into love and all the things of God. Also in the spirit realm, there are demonic spirits that are there simply to harass and destroy 
Jesus said, a thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He came to give us life and life is life more abundantly. But what I see with so many pastors falling into morality is I see a demonic scheme. So this is what I have learned over the years about a spiritual spouse. Let me talk about this and how this, how this works, how this plays out. In church, especially the spirit-filled churches, it's, it's pretty common to lay hands on people and to pray for them. And I have, you know, thousands of times, countless times, uh, I've prayed for people, put my hand on their shoulder, my hand on their head. It may be in an altar call or it could be in a home group setting. It may be at church, or before church, after church, during church. And when you pray for people and you ask the Holy Spirit to come and touch them or heal their body, or maybe you're praying and you're listening for a word from the Lord for this person, it's a very special time. There's a lot of love. You can sense the presence of God. You sense the anointing. It's a very powerful, special time, this one-on-one -on -one prayer or, or ministry. Now, to me, what happens with the spiritual spouse problem, uh, and it's, it's not, it doesn't always work this way, but it does work this way many times, is the pastor may be, there may be a woman at church who comes up to the altar for prayer. The pastor puts his hand on her and he, on her shoulder and prays for her. And the anointing comes and you feel the love of God and, and God touching the touching the woman. Now, this is being done in front of witnesses. It's very good. It's very innocent. It's very normal in the charismatic church. But then it's so, it's so much love and so, so wonderful that next thing you know, the, the woman may call the pastor to get more advice, to talk to him about uh, problems going on with her. Maybe there's other reasons that now they, the pastor may need to talk to this woman. they they uh, end up fellowshipping before church or after church. But what started off with an innocent prayer and a very intimate moment with God can be perverted into a spiritual connection or a bond that is created between the pastor and that woman. Now, it's just prayer. It's just ministry. It's just counsel. But what happens is Satan gets in there because of our human flesh, and he creates a, a little connection starts to develop, kind of feelings of, of oneness, uh, feelings of, wow, I really relate to this person. She really relates to me. Uh, this is something really special. So then next thing you know, they're, they're meeting again, and there's more prayer. Or maybe there's phone conversations, and uh, the woman may share intimate thoughts or problems with the pastor. And then next thing you know, there's another altar call. And there's more prayer. But what's happening is there's nothing wrong with praying for a woman or praying for a man, obviously. But what happens is a connection starts to form. A bond starts to be created that is counterfeit. That is counterfeit. This connection that is created is a connection that is designed for a husband and wife, okay? It's it's what God created a married couple to have, that, that holy bond. But what can happen with the opposite sex interaction in church is an own unholy bond can be created. Another example is this, and maybe the pastor works in the church office and uh, he has a secretary. This has happened multiple times. You know some of these stories. And 
the pastor and the secretary interact, you know, on a very close basis because of the business of the church every single day. Well, the secretary gets where she really understands the pastor. She understands his needs. She understands his wants. She understands how he is thinking. And then the pastor starts feeling connected to his secretary because she understands him. She's there for him. She supports him. She encourages him. And next thing you know, slowly a connection starts forming. A bond starts forming between the pastor and his secretary, okay? Now, this is an innocent situation. It's a church secretary and a pastor. But because of the closeness of the relationship, Satan can pervert this into an unholy bond. The connection that starts developing between the pastor and the secretary is a connection that is, should be only reserved for his wife. Now, this can work in the opposite. There may be a female leader having the same problem with a male leader, okay, or, or male in, in the church. What I'm trying to say is, in Christianity, because of the closeness of the church and the intimacy of, of working together and experiencing God, Satan can pervert this, which is awful, it's terrible, but he can pervert the feeling of love and intimacy, the feeling that you have under the anointing. He can pervert all of that into unholy alliances, connections, spiritual connections that are not of God, but intimate connections that are reserved only for a husband and wife. And these connections start to develop between men and women that are not married to each other or married men and women who are getting connected to other people and singles. You understand what I'm saying is the, the trap is this. The church, because of the intimate nature of the church, the intimate nature of, of experiencing the love of God and the, the anointing and the the warmth and the beauty and the goodness of it all can be perverted, which is sad, but it's true. Paul said we should not be ignorant of Satan's schemes. So what I'm the reason for this podcast is, if you're listening to me, don't be ignorant of this scheme. Be careful with members of the opposite sex in the area of Christianity. It could happen in a home group. It could happen... Uh, in a church service. It can happen in the church office. It can happen with, with Christian friends, just meetings and talking. God intends for us to love one another, to enjoy fellowship with each other, to spend time together. It's a beautiful, wonderful thing. And the devil wants to pervert it. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked at this. You know, my mother used to tell me, he says, Ray, why do you expect a leopard to change its spots? In other words, sometimes I was continually shocked at how people act. And it was just the way that they are. And I would expect them to act different. And they didn't act different because this is who they are. Well, who Satan is, is he's a liar and a cheat. And he wants to do anything he can to hurt God's church, God's leaders, God's people, especially leaders of the people. And one of the huge weapons I've seen over and over and over again is this scheme I call spiritual spouses. And what happens with this scheme is 
you're meeting with the person, you're seeing the person, you know, through the church experience. There's prayer, there's conversation, there's sharing back and forth of, of thoughts and deep feelings, and a connection develops, a bond develops with this other person. And before you know it, before long, unfortunately, a sexual affair starts. But what I'm telling you is the sexual part of this, the affair, is just a byproduct of an intimate connection that was developed initially innocently, but got perverted into what I call the spiritual spouse. Then you have the affair. You see, the affair actually started long before the act of sex. Excuse my bluntness. The affair started when something that should have been innocent and something that should have been good and lovely and wonderful got perverted into an unholy bond. This is the trap. I have experienced this trap. Now, I didn't fall, but I've been tempted. Now, I'm being honest. There's, there's temptations. I remember uh, years ago, you know, we would used to have, I think I mentioned this in my other podcast, there'd be what we call home prayer meetings. And I remember this one particular prayer meeting, and uh, there was this really uh, beautiful woman. She's a single mom, and I'm a married man. I'm at the meeting. It's a home, home meeting, a home group with my wife, okay? And there was prayer, and we were all praying for Susan. And I put my hand on Susan's shoulder with my wife standing there, and I prayed for her, and the Lord really touched her in a very powerful way. Well, Susan began to call me, ask me questions, ask me advice. Next thing you know, there's another home group meeting and prayed for Susan again, okay? Then Susan decided to host a home group meeting at her house. So I go over to her house with my wife, and you know we prayed for Susan again. Susan was going through a terrible time. She was a single mom, been through an awful divorce, and you know you put your hand on Susan's shoulder and, and pray for her. But it's other people in the room, very innocent. But then Susan started calling me on a regular basis, talking to me about her problems, and and then she was very grateful and very encouraging. Next thing you know, I'm feeling a connection with Susan. And this went on for a little while before I finally woke up and went, whoa, 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 wait a second. Something's not right here. And I stopped immediately. Even I told my wife about it and repented. But you see, there was a trap being set for me, okay, by Satan. I was fortunately not ignorant of that scheme, okay? And a pastor or church leader, female or male, must be aware of the schemes of the enemy. And the enemy, unfortunately, likes to use people close to us. He likes to turn what is lovely and pure and innocent and of God into something ugly. He loves to do that. How many times have we seen him destroy a, a revival, which starts off wonderful, a powerful revival, and next thing you know, some counterfeit gets in there and it almost discredits the, or does discredit the entire revival. You see, Satan, is, is he's an evil man, and he's, or whatever he is, evil spirit, and he has plans for our destruction, especially if you're a minister, if you have an anointing upon your life, there are various schemes to destroy you. Schemes, be not ignorant of the schemes. You know, what we do in the charismatic world is we're always wanting to find the demon and cast out a demon. Well, I want to tell you something right now. You can 
cast out demons, and that's fine. These signs shall follow those that believe. In my name, they will cast out demons, according to the gospel of Mark. Jesus said that, okay? But if you're unaware of the scheme, casting out demons is a very temporary fix, okay? It's kind of like taking an aspirin um, for the flu. It might give you a temporary fix, but it doesn't really solve the problem. You see, Satan, a scheme is the strategy. A scheme is the plan. A scheme is the assignment. A scheme is a method that Satan wants to use to cause harm, to hurt God's purposes and God's plans. And we cannot be ignorant of those schemes. The spiritual spouse, I've seen this time and time and time again, destroy pastors and churches. And to my knowledge, um, I'm the only one that's really talking about this. I'm not saying that pridefully. But I know when I here in Orlando, when I saw several major uh, pastors fall into immorality, I knew that they had developed a relationship with a, quote, spiritual spouse, that Satan had perverted something into something unholy and caused them to fall. Now, you know, when a scheme hits, schemes are customized. They're designed for individuals. So everybody's scheme is a little bit different. But the scheme of the spiritual spouse will come and it will hit the pastor or the church leader in very vulnerable areas. If the pastor has experienced rejection or betrayal, I promise you this person assigned to him by Satan will accept him, cherish him, honor him, give him everything that he needs in a very counterfeit way in order to tempt him. The spiritual spouse meets needs. And so Satan knows what a person is missing, where a person's wounds are, where a person is more likely to be tempted, and that's what the spiritual spouse does. If um, if a pastor, you know, many pastors suffer with illegitimacy issues, you know, feeling like they really don't measure up. Underneath it all, they feel like they don't measure up. So you can imagine the spiritual spouse is going to be complimentary and encouraging and and compliment and complimenting and building the pastor up because that's the area that he needs maybe um, maybe the pastor which most of them have have gone through uh, a lot of rejection and betrayal so here comes a spiritual spouse that says you know I will never betray you I will always be here for you you can trust me that's going to be very attractive to that type of pastor, the pastor with that problem, because she's meeting these needs that are these, she's bringing what appears to be healing to old wounds. Again, this is part of the scheme, and we are not to be unaware. This is my encouragement. Be careful in your relationships. It's fine to pray for the opposite sex. You have to do that. We minister to, to men and women and children. Okay, we do that. And that's fine to do that. But be careful when you sense a connection or a bond developing. This should only be for your wife or for your husband. That's the trap. That is the trap. That is the plan. And it is meant for your harm. It is meant to destroy you. Do not be unaware of this scheme. I'm tired of seeing people fall into this. And it's it's easy to do. It is so easy to do. And there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus who are 
you know, called according to the purposes of God. And I'm not giving any condemnation here. I'm just giving us a warning of a trap. I love to study history, and I'm get, getting ready to close. You know, the old preacher would go, I'm getting ready to close now. Of course, that meant you had about 20 more minutes. That's not me. So <laughs> in wars, in World War II or World War One or whatever war you want to talk about, the army and the military would spend countless hours and resources trying to determine what the plans of the enemy were. Because if they knew what the plans, what the enemy was planning, they could defeat him. You see this throughout history, trying to discover what the enemy is planning so you can counter their plans and defeat them. I'm telling you right now, the enemy is planning to hurt you. And one of the ways, one of the schemes is to send to you a spiritual spouse. Do not be ignorant of this. Amen. Resist it. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I'm Dr. Ray Self. I really appreciate you downloading and listening to this. Please uh, rate me. Uh, I need a rating. I need you to give me a, a five star or whatever star you want to give me and some comments. I appreciate that. Don't forget, I'm president of International College of Ministry. Check out icmcollege.org, icmcollege.org. You can get a free evaluation for what it would take to get a college degree from my college, accredited Spirit-filled seminary, International College of Ministry. Check us out. I love you much. Dr. Ray Self, signing out. God bless you. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel. Please visit my website at icmcollege.org for more information and some really cool free stuff. Be sure and like me on Facebook. Check out my YouTube videos. You can also purchase my latest book, Hear His Voice, Be His Voice, on Amazon.com.